So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Good evening, everyone. It's LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host, Gav. Grizz is with me, and Ray is with me. And um, we didn't do a Monday club. We didn't do a Tuesday club. So welcome to the Wednesday club. Um, Stoke near Liverpool 3. Happy days. Um, don't know. Mad fume at the um, at the lineup. But um, Ray, <laughs> come to you first. Um, Norbert had a great old time at the lineup, didn't he? He was proper winding up Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have to get used to this over the next few weeks. At the end of the day, we've got a lot of games. You know, we're playing weekend, midweek, weekend, um, all the way through to basically New Year's Day now. So, look, people are going to have meltdowns every single time a team sheet comes out now because the changes are inevitable, aren't they? Um, You know, it was good to see Solanke getting, you know, getting his first league start. Um, I think the thing as well for me is um, I think it's only Moreno who basically got all four of the last game, you know, the last four games consecutive. Um, I think we've touched on it in the past, you know, his fitness levels are up there with the best of them in our squad. And I think that's possibly one of the reasons why he gets all four starts. So we're going to, we're going to see a lot of this. We're going to see a lot of rotation and we just got to get used to it. Yeah. Um, People have called for him to rotate and he didn't. And people called for him to rotate again and then he did. And as soon as he does, all hell breaks loose. Um, you know, Liverpool fans expect Liverpool to challenge at the top of the table and on all fronts. And then if we change our 11, we've no kind of... We, we've no faith in them. A lot of people don't have, seem to have the faith in them, which is contradictory to what you believe Liverpool should achieve, in my opinion. Um, Grizz, the starting eleven, um, you sent it to me, actually, a little while before the game, and when I looked right, I thought, wow. But um, I like to look <laughs> at the setup. I actually want to screenshot your reply on Twitter, but I'm going to let you off. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I tell you, the only thing about it was, Grizz, I liked, the, re- the thing I liked about it, it was... It looked like we may go in with a similar setup to West Ham away, which I was all for. Yeah. Now listen, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't I didn't I didn't think it was the um you know, the best of lineups when I first saw it. But but then I suddenly did I started looking into it and I thought to myself, Well, if he's gonna set up the way he did, to be fair to him, 
Because automatically what happens is when we pick a team, right, automatically people start assuming the formations, don't they? We start guessing how we're going to play, you know. Yeah. Is it going to be the, the regular 4-3-3? Is it going to be... Because... Oh, and I think that's, I think that's beautiful. I think the fact that forget us, but the opposition doesn't know how we're going to set up with the amount of players, with the amount of squad we got now. That's the best way to go. And do you remember we was discussing it all summer that we want to be in a position where nobody's near enough guaranteed a place. I mean, who would have thought maybe last year that Phil Coutinho was going to be rested or dropped? away to Stoke, you know, or that, you know, our captain Henderson, Klopp's going to have no hesitation in dropping Henderson. When I say dropping, rested, you know what I mean? You know, so resting yep. Henderson, you know, and I think it's absolutely brilliant position. This is where we wanted our squad to be. Not quite, not quite, but in terms of the depth is there, the quality is there, and we have to, we have no choice but to trust in Klopp's judgment and the medical staff they know better than us who's ready to play, who's not ready to play, you know, who's recovering. And listen, four wins out of five, is that four wins in a row or something? Or four wins out of five, I think, or something? Four out of five, yeah, the Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, four out of five. And and even the Chelsea, you know, considering it was a fucking fluke, right? We're in a good way. But would you would you think that, looking at Twitter? It's absolute mental. I just laugh now. I just laugh it all off on Twitter. Yeah, no, it's, um, again, like, you know, the team comes out and people are absolutely having breakdowns all over the place. And again, before a ball is kicked, just get behind the team. All right, if it doesn't go right, you know, you're well within your rights to have a go at the end of it. But um, thankfully, we're on the right end of the result tonight. Ray, um, as interesting as Liverpool team was, I was interested in the Stoke one as well. Um, They went with Crouch up front and I thought, well, that's an obvious thing to do, you know. Yeah. Early, he's good, he can... He can nearly bullied either of our centre-halves in the air. But then they came out and sat back and literally retreated into their own half. And I thought, well, God, if, that, if, that's, your, if that's your tactic, if that's Mark Hughes' tactic, why is he gone with a guy that can literally only head the ball up front? You know, he's no pace in them. There was nothing on the break from them. He played into their hands a little bit in the first half. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the crouch, you know, the crouch start was an obvious one, wasn't it? There was plenty of um, interest there and, and, and Joe Allen as well in terms of the ex-Liverpool connection. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I, I think, you know, it's got to the stage, um, as Grizz sort of touched on there, you, you wonder what's going through other managers' heads. You know, our, our team has been changed regularly and, and you know what system? I think you know, I think people are getting a bit concerned about what 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 systems we're going to be playing, and how we're going to be playing, and, and maybe that factored into how they started um, the game off. Really, at the end of the day, yeah, it it did. But like Grizz, what what did you think of it? Like, because as I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, okay, Crouch is on. What they'll do is they won't play a high line, but they won't be mad deep. They'll get the ball up to them quickly. They get men around them, and they'll try pressure us and, and nearly penals in, while at the so, same time, you know, being being a little bit mm. conservative at the back. But they seem to just fall into this into this routine of getting every man into their own half. And they done it against Palace at the weekend. I noticed that as well. But with Crouch up front, you've no pace through the middle to or down the channels even off a long ball to to hurt Liverpool. I thought it was very strange what he done. Do you know, for the first 28 minutes, that was the easiest 
coldest, wettest, can we do it at a Stoke night ever? Because they started off with three at the back and then they played uh, that Duf and um, that I can't pronounce his name, man. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say something stupid and you're going to laugh. But you know the one I'm talking about. Chipper Moting or something. Chipper yeah? Moting. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, That's the one. Right. All right. So we had them two on the flanks. And then, as you said, Crouch isolated uh, through the middle on his own. And it was easy. That 28 minutes was easy. We took the lead. And straight away, or within five minutes, Hughes changed it to a four-four-two. All right, he changed it to a four, and he put Juve right up top with um, Crouchy, and then Shakiri and um, Chipper Moting went out on the wings, and then uh, what's his name, Zuma, slid into right back, and then we had probably probably the fifth, hardest fifteen minutes I can remember for a little while, because they did start bombing it. Uh, bombing long balls into the area, Crouch winning the first ball or, the, or they catching the second ball. And we couldn't cope. And we thought to myself, and I thought to myself, oh gosh, here we go again. Just when we think we need to gain control here, we were losing it. I was never comfortable. I don't know about you guys, but for the first, that first half and that first 10 minutes of the second, I wasn't comfortable. Um, I think he did miss a that- trick. You're right. I wouldn't have played Crouch up top on his own. It totally defies or... Uh, the objective of playing Crouch, with Crouch, you need players around you. He will not outrun anyone. You know, you'll hold it up and play into people. You need to get people around him, you know, getting off, um, getting the second balls. And that's the best way to play with him. I think they missed a trick. I think, you know, I need to give a shout out to Joe Allen, though. He was superb. Do you know that? Joe Allen. I mean, Darren Fletcher was nowhere to be seen. But Joe Allen did, did give our midfielders a bit of a hard time in that first half. But no, yeah. he, was, he was totally flopped with, that, uh, with those tactics. I think he played right into our hands, as you said. And that was a pretty easy first half hour. Joe Allen, um, Joe Allen for me, is a footballer that's better than Stoke. It's just, mm. That's just the way I think about it, the way he plays. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's a better player than Stoke. Ray, um, 17 minutes in, Mane scores. Um, bit of contra- controversy over it. Was the ball out? Was it not? Gomez gets to it and puts it across. And the finish is great from Mane, but... Um, Fair play to Solanke. Uh, nice touch, good awareness, nice ball into Mane, and, and it, as I said, it's a super finish. Yeah, I mean, it was nice work. I mean, I, I didn't get to see a, a, a proper a proper look at the replay in, in terms of whether the ball was, was out or not, but um, and I'm sure that, amongst other things, you know, was infuriating Mark Hughes because he was getting sort of more and more irate as, as, as the, that first half was wearing on. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll come on to the to, to the one incident that that probably almost tipped him over the edge. But but yeah, I mean, it was a it, you know I think Solanke did a lot of good things tonight. You know, he seemed to be did. he seemed to be part of a lot of a lot of positive stuff we were doing. You know, some of his link up play was good. Obviously, he's got the assist there for for, for Mane's goal, and. Um, there was a lot to like about his um, about Solanke's performance. To be honest with you, I, th- I think I think a lot of us were a little bit disappointed when he when he when he was taken off. When he was, you know, it was poss- possibly a shout for Firmino to go off at um, Firmino to go off at that point. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it, you know, it's always important for us to get that goal in the first twenty minutes, isn't it? You know, when when you get that goal, you feel a lot more reassured that you're able at some point. Further down the line, you're going to be able to pick pick them off. But to be fair to Stoke, they did they did respond quite well to us go 
you know, go on that goal ahead. They, they had a, a pretty decent spell not long after that. But you know, yeah. Ray, you make a good point. You know, with the with the um, Dominic Solanke performance for us, I I would have worried if he played him like how Stoke played Crouch. But with the fact that he yeah. had Bobby, you know, right next to him, I think, you know, really helped his performance. You know, Gav, we've often said, like, that's how we want Sturridge to be played, you know, yeah. alongside someone. You know, it's mm. useless playing. To be honest with you, the only player in our squad that can play the Bobby role is Bobby out of our yeah. forwards. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, think, I, think that was, I think that was a good move by Klopp to play uh, the way he played uh, Dom and Bobby together. I, th- but I, I think, think the way... Go on, Sorry, I think I think the other thing is as well. You touch on on Sturridge there. You know, I, I think I think a few. You know, we, we might get a few more games down the line, and it and it might become sort of obvious that Solanke moves ahead in the pecking order of, of, of Sturridge in all of this. You know. Yeah, well, the, the only the only thing I will say is, um, you know, Sturridge does look very isolated up there, and even against Chelsea at the weekend, he looked isolated, and he doesn't look at the races, but. I don't think it was any fluke tonight that with Solanke playing, he put Firmino as close to him as he could to help him out. And um, that did help him. It may help Sturridge if he went with that system and played him in that in that kind of way. But um, but his work, but his work rate right for me, Gav, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was second to none. So yeah, it really was. than what we've seen from Sturridge at the weekend. I mean, I was at the yeah. game at the weekend and there were times where, you know, he, he, he put his hand up for the ball and, he, and it didn't come his way. And he kind of, you know, sulked off and jogged off, and um, you know, you don't, you don't really see any of that from Solanke. It's, it's just, a, it's just a completely different body language. Attitude, you know? yeah. Yeah, but and the the other thing is, um, what I noticed about him was he he done a lot of work, but he stayed central as much as he could. You know, he he tried to stay central and he tried to let Firmino move off him, and Mane tried to join in. And there was a couple of there was a couple of um, incidents in the game where, you know. You could see Solanke wasn't on the same wavelength as the, as the rest of the players, and again, that's understandable. He hasn't played a hell of a lot of minutes with them, although he trains every day with them. But in a match, in a match kind of circumstance, it's a lot different. He was caught once or twice on the ball. He was a little bit hesitant, but that's to be expected. He's a young lad, and I thought he done well. Um, just moving around a little bit, Stoke did have the incident you're going to, or you mentioned Ray. But before we get to that, I just want to touch on these two chances that we had either side of that kind of Stoke. Um, appeal uh, and it was the first one was Solanke and the second one was Mane both true um, Grizz for me both of them I think they strike the ball a bit too early I think they're in good position to go on another five yards and probably commit the keeper a bit more but um, both really good you know periods of play and, and good moves but they could have been a little more clinical couldn't they yeah um, absolutely spot on I think with the Solanke one I think it was pure lack of game time, um, a bit rusty, you know, sort of lovely move, absolutely lovely move. I don't know if you remember the build-up to that. Beautiful. Yeah, it was up. lovely. You know, you just, yeah. Beautiful link-up play with Bobby, and that's the effect you can have when two players are playing sort of together. Um, I think it was just a bit of rustiness. I think he just sort of snatched at it slightly. He didn't get a, quick, uh, a clean strike on it. He could have taken it on. Mane was surprising. Mane, I'm going to say how it is, but I think Mane bottled. He did. He saw Zuma zooming behind him, right? Because if you look at it again, he, he looks over his shoulder. He looks over his right shoulder and he anticipates. He kind of takes it early because he thinks Zuma's about 
to barge him or make some sort of physical challenge on him. I think he underestimates his own speed in that scenario. I think if he has confidence in his own speed, I don't know. I don't know if he was sort of fully, fully fit yet. Maybe. Or maybe I'm making an excuse for him, but I think he kind of bottles it. He's definitely could he's definitely got to take it on another five yards at least, and then it will just increase the angle for him. Do you know what I mean? I mean, because the keeper yeah. doesn't come out. You got to remember the keeper stays on his line, so he's yeah. got the whole goal to aim at. He's, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't have to worry about yeah. the keeper cutting down his angle. So you know he does when he gets through. He looks he looks behind him and then he goes on and he looks again. And yeah, I don't he think he's going to get barred any second. I, I don't I don't think he's too worried about him. I think. Is he trying to catch the keeper by surprise by hitting it that early? Um, but again, I think another think, another think another touch out of his feet, and I think the keeper has to come in. You know, but yeah, um, I think the key. I think he was. I think he was expecting the keeper to come out a bit earlier than he obviously was going to. And yeah, I, that as I well. think the two things combined. I think between between Zuma, you know, hunting him down and the keeper not coming out. I think he's just taking the shots. You know, yeah. he just he just took it. You know. Now, in fairness to him, he hits the post with it. It's not as if he he puts a five yards wide. You know, he's, he's just the 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 radar is slightly off. But <laughs> I'm watching the replay of this um, Mane goal at the time, or Mane goal, Mane attempt, and I'm looking. And next of all, the camera zooms around, and Mignolet is out yeah. of his box, and he's swinging yeah. kicks like fucking Bruce Lee. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> I was only watching the replay. Like, what's happening, Ray? Um, it was it was farcical fucking stuff, and uh, for once, for once, I'm not going to blame Mignolet. I'm going to put it squarely on the shoulders of a Joel Matip because, for me, he was the issue there. He's his body position is all wrong. He's lethargic, looking to go for it. Mignolet tries to get him out of jail, and your man gets a touch, but it was never a red card, was it? Uh, well, I thought it personally. I I was just. Expecting the red card to come out, I I, I did think it, it, you know you could have been justified. Put it this way: if it was if it was flipped round the other way, you know, and it's their keeper coming fuming. out like that, I'm I going would be mad. Fuming. I am going mad if that's not a red card. So yeah, but you um, see, the thing is, right now is if you have a player anywhere within five, ten, fifteen yards or anywhere goal side, the the new thing is now it's not a red card. I'm you know. sure that is by the rules, but just in that moment, and sometimes yeah. referees get caught up in the moment. I was expect, I was fully expecting, the, you know, the red card to come out. I mean, Matt, Matt, you know, Matip's role in it is, you know, you were spot on there. And I think, you know, tonight, you know, Lovren and, and, and Matip as a partnership. For me, uh, there were times I didn't, you know, sort of know Lovren was on the pitch, and that's a good sign when it comes. That's a good to, sign. Yes, a know, good sign for Lovren. So, uh, but Matt, upon the other hand, it, it, his form's a bit worrying because he just he see he's he's the one who seems to be, you know, the weaker link right now. So, um, it, it, he, he's a bit he's a bit worrying for me right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, he, he's. He's another one of these who, who you know, we could suffer from, and in you know, an individual error in games to come. Yeah, it, it, to me, he looked a yard off. Um, he looked hesitant. He looked, he looked like someone that was out of a team for longer than he was. You know, mm. um, when that when that ball is played from gone from memory, to me, he's he's shaped all the wrong way to to go for the ball or look after the, the striker. He's completely the wrong way. Grizz, um, just one thing I wanted to touch on for the for the rest of the first half. Or overall in the first half and was um it was Emre Jean and I thought Emre Jean was decent in possession. 
Um, as most players were, we were decent. We weren't extraordinary. But I felt his defensive side of the game, I think he's meant to be the man on that side of the pitch, kind of not minding Moreno, but kind of covering that space. And I thought all of Stokes' dangerous play came when he played around Jan a little bit and got at Moreno. And I thought he was a bit, I thought he was poor the first half. Uh, who, Emre or Moreno? Emre. No, I thought I Moreno done you. okay, but yeah, I thought, I I thought Moreno was exposed and I think that was down to Jean not kind of covering that, that I, I, area. I agree with pitch. you. I've, I've been reading a lot of uh, tweets while we're here and people sort of going a bit overboard as we do. You see, you see they're overboard with the criticism or it's overboard with the praise. And <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people going mad about how brilliant Emre was. He wasn't brilliant. What Emre gives you is sort of a physical presence that Unfortunately, Hendo can't at the moment. Yeah. But, but on the ball, Emre did make a few mistakes. There was times where he could have got the ball out of his feet. You're right. There was not enough covering from not only Emre, but from Lovren on that left side as well. I noticed Moreno was doing his usual marauding, but I expected Lovren and, Mare- um, Lovren and Emre to cover more slightly to the left because you got to remember, Ginny was covering brilliantly on this side. I thought, personally, I thought, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to get onto the man of the match, but, you know, I always preempt your... I'll do, I'll do anyway. that later, Grizz. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. I'll, 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 I'll go quiet. I'll go quiet. But, listen, Moreno, um, Moreno was as usual. You're right. I think Emre could have... Don't get me wrong. He really grew into that role. In the second half, he was very good. But for that first half, I did think he could have played better in terms of covering that left space. Uh, when Moreno was uh, was going forward, but um, the system also helps the team. Gav, it, it, it really does. When there's two, I mean, I know you love it. I know you love it. When there's two sitting, it, it, I love it. it. Makes, I love it. it just, I love it for the personnel we have. I'm not yeah. a massive fan of it overall, but for the personnel we have, I am a fan of it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, because it just frees up our four, doesn't it? It just frees up the four. They can go where they want on the pitch. There's no sort of set positions for the front four. When you've got two sitting and covering and one fullback stays when the other one goes forward, usually Moreno. But to be fair to him, Gomez, in fact, it was his, yeah, it was his cutback, wasn't it? So to be fair to him, Gomez was going uh, attacking uh, uh, quite well as well this game. So I think it's a good balance. And you're right, this kind of formation does suit our personnel. There's only one problem in this, in this situation, Gav. Where does Phil fit into this formation? That's where I always struggle. In this formation, where does Phil fit into it? Um, I don't know. Mm, that's the problem. Um, yeah. In certain in certain games, I think you've no problem playing the likes of your three in midfield. You know, one one deep, it, like Ala Henderson. You could play Coutinho, and then you could play Ronaldo. But in others, you're going to have to say, no, look, we have to sacrifice whether it be a Coutinho or an, whoever, and you're going to have to play these two lads deep, and you're going to have to go with. You know, literally these four lads that won the round up front. Um, we get the halftime nil all, or sorry, nil all, one nil. Um, there's a few hairy moments, but we get through them and we get the halftime. We come out in the second half, and Joe Allen Ray, he has an early chance. I think it's five or six minutes into the second half. Um, yeah. Ball into the box, he, he gets on a loose, and he's not far off. But um, I was a little bit worried then, but. I'd not to be worried about really. I think we took control there on it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that was that was one where the ball came across and and um, Gomez is making a challenge and and it's a poor header really. It comes back back to Allen and um, 
you know, he, he he possibly could have done better. But I was I was starting to get a little bit concerned. Obviously, um, we were, you know, I think a few of us were making comments in the WhatsApp group about, you know, was he going to make the subs, you know, in, in, in time, as opposed to Sunday where we were crying out for bringing on maybe a Mane and 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 you know, thankfully and and to the manager's credit, he obviously makes those changes. Um, you know, uh, there was a few hairy moments around that moment in time. It was right after that incident where Oxlade-Chamberlain reacts, you know, to a challenge um, from Martin yeah. Zinzi and, you yeah. know, gets into it a bit and he, he, he takes him off straight away. Not sure if that was already sort of going to happen. But, um, you know, I think I think Oxlade-Chamberlain had a decent game. I, you know, I, I thought he was very good. I, 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 and in some ways... You know, you're taking Oxlade Chamberlain and Solanke off, and I, and they're, they're quite possibly, um, you know, our two best players on the pitch. You know, up and up until that point, I was getting a little, I was getting a little bit, you know, concerned. I, I have to say, and I, I was kind of almost getting to the point where I was thinking, you know, if we don't get a second goal here, just just typical of us, we will concede a goal, and you know, we will let. Another two points slip away, but but obviously, when you can bring on a sub, the quality of of, of Salah, um, you know, it just it just gives you that extra bit, doesn't it, for those last 20, 25 minutes? Yeah, absolutely does. Um, Chamberlain reacting to the tackle, I have no issue with that at all. And no. the more players that the more players we have in the team that react and stand up for themselves, the better. We don't absolutely. see enough of it. Um, Grizz. He makes the subs on about 67, 68 minutes. Um, I was surprised to see Oxley chamberlain come back, but in fairness, Ray's touched on something there that maybe he saw him getting into a bit of bother and took him off. Maybe it was pre-planned. Um, but he brings on Milner for that little bit more steady in his ship, probably in midfield. And then he brings on Salah. And um, I don't know what to say about this guy anymore. I really don't. I'm, I literally... Seeing the goal go in and just thought, you know what, I fucking love him. <laughs> He's that good. Um, what did you make? We, we might as well get on to it. Um, he's just bagging goals all over the place, isn't he? It's just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, hasn't it, the impact he's made. We've, we're, we're almost, we're not getting bored of it because we could talk about him all day long. But uh, going back to the substitution of Ox, yeah, I agree with Ray. I thought, and I agree with what you said as well about, I think he had a fantastic, I think that was one of, Fox's best performances in a, in, a, in a red shirt or orange, as the case may be. Um, he was good. He was good today. His tracking back, his understanding. You know, I think he's played quite a bit of football with uh, Joe Gomez for the under-21s, maybe. Uh, it seemed like they've got a very good answer. I know they get on off the pitch, and I, you could tell they've got a good understanding because you could tell when uh, when Gomez was going on his runs, it was uh, there was a good link-up and understanding between them. I think there was a very good substitution pair of substitution they came on at the same time actually Gav Milner and uh, Salah come on for who was it Ox yeah, and Solanke yeah, wasn't yeah. it yeah it yeah, was Ox yeah. and Solanke yeah. so uh, look, say what we want about James Milner the guy's got experience he did I think that's his role now I don't really want James Milner I hate saying this I don't, you know, it's up to Klopp at the end of the day, but I really don't want to see James Milner start in a game. I think he's such a good calming influence in a situation like this. As Ray says, yeah. you know, it, it seemed like we needed a calming head out there. You know, I personally felt comfortable after that initial, after that Joe Allen miss, um, I felt comfortable in the game. 
sort of we, we gained control in that second half and we definitely gained control when Salah came on. It just, you know, you could see it in, in, in the defenders' uh, sort of um, eyes. They just absolutely shat themselves, didn't they? That 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 Peters, where where he's sort of um, watching the ball, watching Salah, it's just, he's unbelievable at the moment. I mean, there's no such thing as unplayable. Um, you know, he's not unplayable, but he's, he's full of confidence and his all-round play, uh, has improved as well. Not only his goal scoring, but his sort of his understanding with his teammates, when to make the runs. You know, it only bodes well for the future. I actually think Mane didn't have his best game, even though he t- turned out with two assists or whatever, wasn't it, and a goal. I think Mane's still sort of waiting to get into his optimum form. Um, but Salah's just unbelievable. That volley. I mean, I. I criticise his striking of a football. I, I, I still don't think it's as clean yeah, he must as have, he, it, must, uh, he must have listened to you. Of course he is. Of course he is. And, <laughs> yeah. and it, that, that volley was sort of just sublime, wasn't it? But you yeah, know what? I think, Chris, sorry, I, I think sorry. Just, on his, just on his finishing, I think, you know, we were sort of six, six eight games in and, and he was having a lot of chances. Um, he, you know, he was wasting an awful lot of good opportunities and... and we were kind of making comments, you know, I think everyone was making comments that, you know, if, if this guy can sharpen up on his finishing, he's going to, you know, he's going to score a phenomenal amount of goals. And he, and he's to his credit, he's done it, hasn't he? And, you know, we, we're looking at maybe a, a 30 to, to maybe even 40 sort of goal season out of him. You know, if, if, if he's, if he's coming off the bench and scoring a couple of goals, then it's phenomenal. You know, it's phenomenal record. Yeah. Yeah, it, it 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 you know for me for me for me you know I think we need to we maybe just need to give him a new contract before the January window opens. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine yeah. people coming Fuck sniffing yeah, around no. in January? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the the thing about it is like from the first half where Stoke were quite organised, <laughs> me, measured in the defending. Um, the minute this chap walks on the pitch, panic sets in, and you see it from the goal, the first goal he gets. You know, a ball breaks and they were kind of sure of themselves in their defending they were doing for the majority. But all of a sudden they're looking around themselves and they're, where's he and where's he? And Manny Panic does stations. very well. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And the ball back, good shit back, but it's a phenomenal finish. He just absolutely, you know, letters her into the goal. There's no there's no second thoughts. He just puts it in. Um, that makes it a bit more comfortable. And then... Yeah. The, the third one really plays me because he's chasing, he's chasing. And the, like you said, Grizz, the defender is doesn't know whether to try play it back, try make a tackle. He's he's actually pleading for his goalkeeper to come out and do something for him as he well. Does. You're right, you're right. He actually pleads with the goalkeeper. Yeah, he does. Sort of he does. Up. You know, he, he's he's hoping the goalkeeper <laughs> does. And then when, when Salah gets it, he's looking at the goalkeeper going, no, you haven't come out. And he's he, he knows the game is up. But Ray, he, he still has to finish it. And he does. The, confident, the confidence in him to put it under the keeper like that, that's real confidence because a lot of players might try to go around the keeper to make sure of it if they're you know, if they're a little bit doubtful on him, he's, he, yeah. yeah, he's he's Ray. He's completely sure of what he's doing, and he knows where he's yeah. putting it, and he, he just gets better and better. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's a more difficult sort of chance, you know, in in its entirety than than the one Mane misses when he sort of goes through on goal in in the first half. You know, it was when he goes through, you're in little doubt almost at this stage that he's gonna, you know, that he's gonna put it in the back of the net, and um. It was just, it was just sublime to watch, and and then following that, it, it was, 
it was equally as enjoyable to start watching all the Stoke fans disappear, you know, quickly into the night because that that place emptied out pretty quickly after that goal goes in. It was, you know, and and for for a place that down the years has given us a lot of trouble and you know windy nights in Stoke and you know it's a you know it's a midweek games right up their street. You know we we've handled that game you know phenomenally well. So. You know, you, you've got you've got to say you, you can't you can't be anything but pleased with that, and 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 obviously you've got to you know kick on and brighten at the weekend, and, and you know we're, we're sitting fifth in the table. I mean, we've gone above Tottenham. It's it's happy days, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is at the moment, yeah. And like if you look at that game tonight, <clears throat> and you look at it's Brighton away, isn't it? At the weekend, yeah. Um, you look at that and, you know, Milner got a few more minutes in him. Coutinho got a complete rest. Salah only yeah. had to do 25 minutes or, whatever. yeah, somewhere around 25 yeah. minutes. Um, you know, the defence kind of had the last 20 minutes off nearly. Um, you know, we're the looking good. Going strong in, we're, as well, the other thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely, strong. absolutely. The bench was strong on Sunday. I mean, this comes back to the squad, doesn't it? You know, we... we we mightn't have the strongest eleven, but we've now assembled a pretty decent squad to go to war with through this, you know, winter period. Which, let's face it, was our downfall last, you know, last year. Yeah. And 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 it, you know, Klopp's definitely learned from that. He's assembled a, a, a squad of players who he feels are going to get him through this, you know, what is the trickiest part of the season. So you've got to say. We're looking in a in a in really decent shape. Well, if you if you look at last season, we got up to Christmas not too bad, but it was just the the aftermath of it and and players getting injured and stuff like that and tiredness setting in. I think he's looking at it now, going, you know, even if we have a one or two out, we still have better better numbers for when January kicks in. And um, Grizz, overall, we can't be anything but happy. We move on to Brighton at the weekend. Um, you have to be looking at another three points, don't you? Um, look, the way we're playing, <clears throat> the, the way we're playing, the confidence is high. I think Klopp, I think Klopp's been sort of getting a bit of criticism recently, and yes, some of it deservedly so. Um, you know, it's it, especially with sort of in terms of his substitutions, people have been sort of questioning or querying, or maybe. You know, he shouldn't have rested X, Y, Z against Chelsea. But he really deserves a pat on the back. Not only tonight, but just for the but for the, the slight adjustments he's made in sort of not making us a one-trick pony, so to speak. You know, as we've, as we've discussed, you know, the slight change in, in, in Salah's formation, bringing him inside. You know, he doesn't play. He just doesn't hug the right-hand touchline anymore. You know, he plays sort of uh, almost like a forward. Or when he does play, you know, or, or off a forward. So we've got that variety. Again, it's Brighton won't know what team we're picking. We won't know. I mean, I don't even know if Klopp's planned it as such. I'm sure he has probably. But, you mm. know, it's the, variety, it's the variety we've got in sort of not only in our forward positions, but sort of that setup in midfield. I mean, it, it, it bodes well. We're looking strong. These are the fixtures sort of last season where we were struggling. In terms of the promoted teams, I think we had an awful record, didn't we, against the promoted teams? Brighton and other promoted teams, uh, a team, I think a very good manager, underrated manager in, in Houghton. Um, 
it's going to be tough, but you know, I, I go into I, I go into games fully expecting three points now, and that's that's credit to Klopp for turning sort of sort of doubters into sort of well, I'm a believer. I, I believe he has a he has a plan, and I think so far, barring one or two unlucky games, he's executing it perfectly. I mean, as we've got as we've discussed, going into this period last season, just December January, absolutely killed us. It's it's evident that we're looking far far stronger in a far far stronger position as a squad. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, the only um, the only thing I would say about um, I, I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but um, I couldn't work out when Mane was coming off whether he was um, whether he was scratching his balls or whether he did have some kind of pull there. Because no, it looked like he, he looked like he was adjusting himself as he was coming off. Uh, no, I actually tweeted. I actually tweeted. He does look like he's limping. You see, you saw. I don't think you saw it. Uh, Gav, but where what you saw was scratching his balls. I agree with you. That could be that could be that could be him scratching his balls. But then there was another scene at the end when they're walking off, and he was sort of walking with a slight limp. I hope I'm wrong, but it's not it's not often. So that would be that would that would be a bit of concern. I'd prefer if, if it was just for him to be scratching yeah. his balls. But we, you know, we've. We've got, you know, we've got Phil to come back at the weekend. Options, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Got stu- he's got, you know, he can, he's got storage to use if he, if he chooses. <coughs> um, you know, there's, 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 you know, it was disappointing that I think as Lalana picked up a, a knock, has he? Um, has that he? Was a, that, yeah, well, he wasn't on the bench tonight, and the, the, I think what was going round was that he may well have picked up a knock. So that, 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 that's a little bit disappointing if we can't get him back in into into the mix. But um, no, I mean. Brighton, Brighton will have had. I didn't see the game last night, but you know, for them, Palace is a massive game. You know, they played Palace last night, dogged out a nil-nil. So, like, that's that's that. You know, that's a huge rivalry, um, Brighton Palace. So they're just off the back of their big derby. Um, so you know, we we've got to go in there um, full of confidence. Absolutely. Um, I'd be going into the weekend, and I think people need to. Just have a bit of faith in the team we pick and what way we go about it. Because let's be honest, we're we're a goal in Seville away from a three-two win. Um, it shouldn't have even got that close. It was just one of those fucking forty-five minutes. And we're a strange, we're a strange goal against Chelsea away from being what four or five league games on on the trot. So Klopp's doing something right. Um, and the one thing I think as well is that players, I don't think, are as sure as their position. And they're starting part in the team as they used to be. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. You know, Henderson dropping out and coming in or or Jean doing the same or, you know, keeping the players on their toes, no bad thing. And it can only benefit us. If Lallana's taking a knock, look, if it takes another week or two for him to come back, fine, we have the numbers there. If someone yeah. drops out in two weeks and Lallana comes in, hopefully it, it, it doesn't affect us. Lads, the last thing before we go, um, Grizz wanted to do it about four minutes into the pod, but we'll do it now. Um, <laughs> And it's man of the match. So, um, Ray, I'll let you go first. Who is your man of the match? Uh, I think it's a tough one because the two lads who come off, I think, were, were, were the best players, you know, up until that point. But, um, you know, just for the pure joy that he gives us, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give it to Mo Salah. Okay, yeah, I can't, can't really yeah. Grizz, who are you going for yourself? No, I'm not going to give it to Mo Salah. He's got no fucking space in his fucking cabinet. <laughs> For any more fucking man of the match trophies, sod him. He has. Do you know, know, kept the fair of the month. <laughs> do you know, oh shit, yeah. But do you know what? I tell you, it is a very tough one. My choice is it came down to Gomez and uh, Ginny. 
I think Ginny, I think that was probably Ginny's best away performance of the season. I can't remember too many performances that sort of uh, bettered that top that. I think his covering, his positional sense, his usage of the ball efficient. And I'm, and I'm talking about both of them, to be honest with you. I thought Gomez, you know, he's very shy of attacking. A, because I don't think he's particularly good on the ball. Uh, but he showed that he has got it in him. He has got it in him. And he, I thought he performed really well. Um, I'd have to... I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to Ginny Wijnaldum because I think you know we all take the piss out of his away performances so much. I think you know he turned up today and I, I thought I'll give it to Ginny Wijnaldum. I think he was better than Emre, and uh, just I, I thought he was solid all around. I thought it was a good performance from Ginny Wijnaldum. Yeah, he was he was he was much better than Emre to, to be honest with you. I, you know, some of the things Emre Chan does just infuriate you. You know that. That, that, I'll tell you why they infuriate well I'll tell you why they infuriate me I'm not going to tell you why they infuriate you right? oh. but but the thing is he's got it in his locker you can see the talent Ray I know he's got he, you know you can see what he's capable of when he's on top of his game he's an absolute Rolls Royce he's a machine and it's almost like he sort of you know he, I think he believes his own hype you know he sort of thinks he he's better than you know sometimes he just comes across as you know he thinks he's better than he is but he's got to put that hard graft in and then when he does He's an absolute beast. He, he he seems he's getting into this regular habit though of of, um, of of being dispossessed, and then he, he he tracks back and gives away a silly foul, silly yeah. yellow card. He's done it so many times this yeah. season. Um, I, I, I I don't know. He, he obviously the whole contract situation, but for me, he's he's not. He's certainly not the form that he's shown. He's not playing himself into a big contract. It's just the circumstances that, that he's able to go on the free that'll get him the big contract if he gets it, you know? Um, so, we've one vote for Salah, we've one vote for Wijnaldum, and we hate Emre Jean. So, just to clear that up. Um, <laughs> no, no. Right. No, 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 that's, that, that's exactly what I heard. Don't that's fucking exactly start what I heard. That. <laughs> Don't you fucking start. Um, we need yeah. to, look. We need to shift away you know from what? Migs or Lovren, don't we? We need to start. <laughs> yeah, well, Mignolet got bored. Mignolet got bored and tried to fucking, you know, fucking take a man's leg off. Um, but it's going to shock a lot of people. I agree with Grizz. Um, I'd give it to Wijnaldum as well. I thought, um, as but as not bad as Emre Jam was in the first half, but kind of a little bit off it defensively. I thought Wijnaldum was very good. He was strong. He played a simple pass when he needed to. He got us up the pitch. He 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 pushed with the ball. He was bright. He battled. And you need that at Stoke. You know, you always need a player like that at Stoke. He got stuck in and he moved the ball on and he let the lads that are creative, he let them create. I give it to Wijnaldum as well. Um, I mentioned for Salah though because he's just, he's fucking brilliant. Um, By the way, at the end there, Gav, I thought it was, I thought it was, um, I thought it was class from, from, Salah to sort of give up the free free kick for um, Ginny to take and try and humility. break that, break that humility break that of tuck. the man. You know he was. Uh, he, it would have been brilliant for him to break that tuck of the um, the away goal sort of hoodoo and and go jumping into the uh, fans at the end. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. But I think Ray, that just shows you what kind of human he is as well. Do you know what I mean, Salah? That's what endears him to the rest. And yeah. people are like you yeah. know his teammates. I mean, that just shows human. Anybody on a hat trick, you know. It suited him, you know, you'd think, okay, I want this, but, you know, it shows, you know, what a lovely human being. I mean, it, it was brilliant. What's what's not perfect about him? I don't know. The only thing I'd say, Gav, is 
his hairstyle just reminds me of Matt. That's the only problem I've got. That's the only issue I've got with him. The only issue. Yeah, but he, Matt, yeah, but he can't. He can't. He can't drink like Matt drinks. You know what oh, I mean? He just no, can't. He can't. No, no, no. I know what he can. <laughs> fucking hell. Drinks like a um, well that fucking Matt was. He, he, anyway. I swear, I've never. He gets himself in a brilliant, brilliant state at every <laughs> single weekend. Um, but look, lads, we're gonna leave it there. Uh, Stoke nil, Liverpool three. Three more points. We move on to Brighton at the weekend. Hopefully, we do the same again. Um, Ray, thanks a million for joining me. Grizz, the same to you. I've been your host, Gav. Um, look out for more stuff from the day trippers over the following week. Um, and yeah, we'll see you at some stage. Thanks a million. Over and out. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rose Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. This might look like a normal job, but it's not. When hackers infiltrate networks and steal or destroy proprietary data, we're all at risk. Earn a master's degree in cybersecurity online at Grand Canyon University and help protect your company from cyber threats by performing vulnerability assessments and threat hunting to catch hackers. What do you think protecting your company looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.